Back in the 70s, board games and improv theater had a baby, and it was called the role-playing game. These games allowed a generation of kids to live out their dreams of slaying dragons and saving kingdoms, all while sitting in their bedrooms and basements. Today, gaming has moved into the cultural mainstream, and role-playing games are back with a vengeance. Join us now as five of these former kids come out of the basement and onto the internet to experience adventure, mystery, and obscure pop culture references. It's time for Roll for Combat. Hey there, welcome to Roll for Combat Starfinder Society. I'm your GM and host, Steven Glicker, and in this week's show, the gang finishes up their exploration of the ghost ship. Will they live or will they die? Find out this week. So this is actually known as an extremely hard Starfinder Society adventure, and you're going to find out exactly why this week. I'm not going to spoil anything, but let's just say that some of the encounters are just a little bit unbalanced. And as I said before, this is the last episode in Adventure 1-4, Cries from the Drift. We usually wrap these up in three to four episodes, but this one we managed to wrap up in three, because maybe they all died horrible deaths. I guess you're going to find out soon enough. But don't worry, we recorded 1-2, Fugitive on the Red Planet. It's a very popular Starfinder Society adventure, and we have two guests from Paizo. We have Linda Zayas Palmer and Mark Steifer, both joining us. And oh boy, both five-star GMs, both very intelligent, and they are nuts when they play with us. Mark especially decides to go a little rogue. And let's just say the things that occur on that show, not even Linda has seen before. And she has seen everything. It is nutty. That is probably going to be coming out in a week or two or three. I'm still figuring it out because we've got Gen Con coming up. We have the Pathfinder playtest coming up. i got to figure out exactly when I can fit this in. The good news is it's already recorded. just got to cut it up and throw it up on the site. Hopefully we'll get that up pretty darn soon. Otherwise, just sit back, relax, and listen to the final adventure of Cries from the Drift. The turret explodes as Nala finally gets that last shot. It's like, miss, miss, miss. Then she, like, takes careful aim and shoots and gets a 19 and does six points of damage, full damage, and blows it up. Is everybody okay? Rebecca Wiegand is playing the human soldier, Jess. Uh, I apply a Mark I healing serum to Jess. Bob Marquis is playing the human mystic, Quinn. I took stamina damage, but no, no hit points. Jason McDonald is playing the Lashunta Solarian, Nala Trienzi. Couldn't I just use my medkit on myself? Nope. I'm checking the D8. Hold on a moment. No, Medkit does not do that. The only way you can heal up is serums or mystics, and that's it. Uh, all of your damage is healed. Six points of damage. damage. Thank you. You can take a 10-minute rest, but I don't know if we have that time. Chris Beamer is playing the human mystic, Pollux Germanicus. We do not. I don't think we do. Nope. Yeah, so Nala and Jess 
took stamina damage. I think you've lost nearly off, not all of it. Uh, but you do need 10 minute rest. Meanwhile, the mess hall is open. And to continue what I was saying, Pollux now has time to look in. This room resembles a charnel house. The remains of two dead Kasathians are piled in the northwest corner, surrounded by knocked-over chairs. A ceremonial table setting in the center of the chamber is splattered with blood. The stench of decay is palatable in this room, and even the sink along the southern wall is coated in a dark red shade. Strange containers fill the eastern side of the room, each similarly splattered by gore. An impressive set of double doors bars passage to the north, while a single single steel access door continues out to the south, which is the one that you are going into now. For parents listening at home, this adventure is great for kids aged four to six. Ah, we may want to grab the battery. I'm going to do an active perception check. Same. 20. Not natural. With the door open, we probably could grab the battery. Shouldn't have the power to reach steel. Lauren Sieg is playing the Ahsoki Technomancer. Way you will it unburrow. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Or put it, or put, or switch it and put it into the bridge one. I move forward to the bridge door. So wait, what's going on? Lucan got a 25 perception before I had it in. Okay, whoa, 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 guys, stop. Stop where you are. So before you entered... What would happen is, okay, so you look, uh, Lucan, again, there was just some dead bodies, two dead bodies that were sort of piled up into the uh, northwest corner. Jess went up to the door. Once you do it, you do it. As you started to walk there, you see the bodies pulsate. Uh-oh. Rob Tromarco is playing the human operative, Lucan and explode so cool. give me a reflex save a reflex save of oh, no. one for three there it is is not going to be enough so let's roll for damage seven points of damage vicious larvae explode out of the bodies and start burrowing into your skin and you also take two points of con damage. All right. Oh shit. Well, uh, I, I I telepathically say to Jess uh, to to come back towards me, and I can I can fix you up. Sure. Uh, are we in rounds at this point? No. Okay. I don't really want to get close to that, but if you come over here, I do as I'm told. I can take care of that. All right. You got this one. Great. All right. So put away my weapon. I say a little prayer. And I will do something. I will cast um, a spell. Ah, oh, proper blessing! You're making my day. Yes, I'm gonna I'm gonna bless you with the healing magic of Ioma Day, and I will use my what is it called? It's cure light wounds, kind of. Praise her name. Mystic touch. A mystic touch. Yep. Actually, a mystic cure is the correct name. Well, no, he has healing touch. Ah. So I have I have both. I have both. Yeah, you also have healing channel. Nope. Well, yeah, you have a whole I, bunch I, of things. Just tell me what I you want to do. It, I'm using Mystic Cure. It's 1d8 plus my Wisdom modifier. So I roll. That's a spell. Yeah, I'm casting a spell. I thought so. That, okay. So that's your spell. Right. I get three spells per day that I can cast. Right, but I thought you had Mind Thrust and Reflecting Armor. And and because I have my archetype, I do have also... Uh, it just automatically get uh, Mystic Cure, the healing archetype, or whatever it is. Domain spell, right? Yeah, it's like a domain spell. 
So you rolled a six plus your wisdom modifier, three, so nine points of damage. Look at that. Ah, She's all healed up. Power. Very nice. That was that was some nice healing there, young man. Very good. You're getting better yeah, at that. I'm actually much more of a healer than a fighter. Just so you know. That's well, I, I've seen you fight, I believe that. You're a lover, not a fighter. Exactly. I I can keep everyone alive. That was totally worth it, thank you. Alright, now what exactly attacked you, young lady? Uh you still have the con damage though. Yeah, how do we deal with the con damage? Con damage is bad, because now you lost one of your resolve points. And a hit point, too, probably. And now you only have two resolve points left. All right, now, larvae on the ground in front of us that attacked her and tried to burrow in. Oh, they appear to be squirming and sort of dying now. They seem to be dying. So are they going to be there if we go back? Can we use a flamethrower on them? Can we throw a grenade? Sure. Laser. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, like is there another body over there that looks like it's postulating and could explode? Or do they both? Or could could we just stomp on them instead of blowing everything up? Well, if there's more bodies, if you go close to them again, that happens again. There's two bodies there. It looks like at least one of them exploded. You might have to do a little bit of perception-y to figure it out. I'll, I'll go over here and try and get a better look. Shine the flash one. 19 perception. Yeah, 19. Pollux, you want to do yours? 18. It looks like both of them, it's hard to tell, but it looks like there's no more, like, things pulsating in them. So hopefully nothing else will explode. And it looks like both of them have ruptured so whatever yeah, I'm guessing was near them okay if one went off it set off the other one and it is a four-man ship only because there's the two here the android and the captain i think right there's only three beds in the captain's quarter so ah yeah but the robot doesn't have a bed i think it does it's an android uh, android well, let's open the bridge um androids do in fact dream of well never mind electric <laughs> they dream of exploding corpse larvae well apparently Guys, what if this is all the robot's dream and none of us are real? That's silly. Is there anything in amongst this muck, like a key card or anything? I don't really dig in. There's all those boxes. I do mess with, I just take out my longsword and I sort of like look around in there. You're going to have to get it. Oh, you're right next to it. Get a little closer. Ha. Uh, a little more. Right. Pollux. Test it with your tongue. <laughs> it sticks. Gently rub it with your with your face. Yes, you, you sort of poke it, and whatever was did this appears to have ripped these things to pieces. It is really, really disgusting. Do I get dirty? Yeah, it's pretty, pretty vile. There appears to be a lot of stuff, though, like on the table, stuff on the east side. Like, there's a lot here, um, if you look around. I guess. All right, I'm going to move away, and I cast my token spell to clean myself. Okay, you you get all the viscera and blood off yes, of you and your sword. Use magic to remain immaculate. Uh, and actually, I detect magic. Let's see if there's anything in this room. You detect magic. There is no magic. Okay. What is Jess doing? Uh, that's a good question. What is everyone doing? Willard, I think, changed the battery, right? Well, I'm just waiting until we're at a point uh, that we want to do that. So, True. is that ductwork that's over on the uh, the starboard side of the room? Those are storage boxes. Yeah, those are like storage. Let's go through them. I start going through them. That's what I do. Well, and in the meantime, I actually walk over to the dead body. I touch one and I cast grave words to force it to talk to me for one round. Oh, 
What are you doing? Grave words. Casting, casting the cantrip grave words. You can force a touched corpse to talk to you, but you can't ask it specific questions or communicate. The corpse utters random sentences for one round with a 10% chance the information is some use to you. I think it's just going to scream. Eh, 10% chance. Useful information might include warnings about dangers in a wrecked ship, the password to unlock a computer, or the name of a supernatural creature seeking you or your allies. The GM makes a percentage roll in secret and decides what information, useful or not, it spews out in its babbling. You touch it, it animates to life, starts screaming, um, larvae and blood and viscera splatter your face as it starts to thrash around. It looks about seeing its torn body in pieces as it starts thrashing around like its arm and legs start to fall off. I run over to grab it. I run over to pull him away. (laughs) The tendons and other pieces uh, can't hold it together and it collapses in a heap and its entrails just spill all over the floor. That was awful. There was nothing useful said. All right. There are two bodies, though, right? I get him way clear of the body and start checking him. <laughs> There's two okay, bodies. I've you can do the other away. one. <laughs> I am apparently being dragged away. I drag, okay, I drag him away and check him for larva. Do a perception. Right. Better check his prostate. I will also look. Wow, 28. There's a couple on you, and before they can burrow, you sort of flick them off like you would a bug. But they're... I stomped the fuck out of them. Yeah, there's a couple left on you, but uh, you got them. Looks like most of them exploded when they hit Jess. Those are the few that were still stuck inside the lower cavity that didn't quite get out. Are you okay? But when you reanimated them, then it came out. Oh, oh, it's fine. This is actually not nearly as bad as what I went through in medical school. Um, would anyone mind if I touched the other body? You never know, 10% chance. Okay, I touched the other body. All right. This one looks at you with dead eyes and puts its arm up to your face and almost lovingly and says one word to you, but it's in Kasafin. What is that word? Where are you, Lucan? Uh, If he didn't hear it, I will phonetically repeat it. I'm right here by the door. You're 20 feet away and it whispered it, so you phonetically repeat it. (laughs) Repeat now. Listen to me, Quinn. Repeat what he just said to you. I try to repeat it phonetically. I try my best. Give me an intelligence check to see if you can do it. Oh, he's got that. I do too because I was standing right the hell there. Sure, you can both do it. It's like a game of telephone. Space telephone. My natural 20. Wow. My second natural 20 in a row. Wow. There you go. Dialect. What are you you rolling for, Lucan? You said make an intelligence check. No, that was only for Jess (laughs) and for uh, for Quid. Okay, Lucan, you're very smart. You, you hear the word and you knew exactly it. what it said. And it say? says the word run. Pizza. Oh. <laughs> I could have told you that. He said run. Yeah, okay. All right. Well, if, uh, I, don't I, tell Willet that. That's going to spook Willet. I'm done with all that. You people with practical skills to open doors, you're off. I cast token spell on you and clean you off because you look messy. Thank you. I love this token spell. A perception check, Pollux and Quinn. All right. Quinn, 25, you notice on top of the table, off to one side of an unfinished meal, as does Pollux at the exact same time, a key card. Hey! Do you all have personal communicators? In addition, yeah, you all do. Um, Who was was going through the containers? I was before Corpsplosion. 
You found two Mark I serums of healing. Nice. I'll hold on to that. You mind if I take one to replace the one I used on you? Of course. Thank you. Okay, so Quinn has a serum of healing. Jess has a serum of healing. As a note, it looks like you're not in combat. Jess and Nala might want to heal up your stamina. You don't have to, but I'm just letting you know. You might want to. All right. Well, Well, if all this other stuff is going to take a a few minutes, then I'll go ahead and go to a 10-minute rest and get my stamina back. And I'll, I'll relay a message communicator to Willet. Say, uh, we're pretty much done in here. I think we're going to head up to the bridge next. All right. If I if I pull the battery uh, to switch it, will that door shut? I guess there's only one way to find out. Well, I could also find out with the knowledge engineering, if you'll permit it. Uh, of course I'll permit it. I permit everything. <laughs> Except for magic missile. I said to me, that's the, <laughs> <laughs> that's the rules. Uh, so you permit some. Th- yeah, okay. Give me a break. Uh, Will it with a 23 says that if you pull the power, it actually should close the door as an emergency procedure to prevent decompression. Could I, could I fix it so it doesn't? Could I like selectively sabotage it? Not with the amount of time you have. Maybe I could just hold the door. I could hold it and make it not that not happen. You would get smushed. Like the the Cyclops and Kroll. Oh. That sounds amazing. All right, I, I oh, do it. Do I switch it. the batteries. I run, I, I, so I don't get smushed. <laughs> no, just don't get smushed, and I'll just switch the batteries. Give me a Hit me on the comms when you're ready to come back out. Keep in mind, we don't expect to get into any trouble on the bridge. Okay. Well, no, the problem is, so if Willet switches the batteries, the door will close, and Willet will not be able to get there in time. No, yeah, I, we, we know that. She's... He, well, it's going to stay in there. Okay. Jess, are you also doing the 10-minute rest? I am. Do we have 10 minutes? Yeah, you you do. Yeah. You have enough. I also realize that this token spell can create light as a 30-foot radius. So I'll do that on my left-handed <laughs> cestus. Create light. There you go. I forget because we never play spellcasters. So it's like, oh, yeah, I forgot all about that. That's all sorts of cool stuff. I know. It's a good spell. I make an origami. Um, I can make an origami um, unicorn, like out of a fragile object. You can make objects with it too. Neat. I'm telling you, man, we're the robots' dream. Exactly. Yeah. Jess, you only have one resolve point left. You are fully healed. Nala, I believe you're fully healed as well. Well, as is everyone else. Yep. Just keep me alive, and I'll keep you alive. That's my motto. Doors, doors, doors. Tell me what you're doing. I'm so, actually doing that thing suggested earlier. I'm pushing the frontline people forward to the door. I'm at this door. I'm waiting for Jess. Right here. I am trying not to pee myself. And we actually tell uh, Willet to activate the uh, bridge door. I do it, and then I hide. Does somebody maybe want to protect her in case something comes out from behind us? Too late. Yeah. Said she did it. It did happen. <laughs> yeah, we could be locked in here forever. You say you do- If you say you do it, then you do it. I do it. The doors to the engineering, sorry, to the mess, close. And then I presume you open the doors to the bridge. Yep. The power cycles on. You press the button, and the double doors to the bridge open. The ship's bridge is alight with red warning screens. The nearing ethereal storm looms beyond the forward viewing platform. 
while the ship's failing power causes each station's panels to flicker a battered captain's chair oversees two tiers of descending operations panels. So yes, you see a captain's chair in the middle and then two rows of two, so four chairs in total. I see five chairs. Well, four, fine. Five chairs in total, four chairs in front, and then one in the back, which is the captain's chair. I see three lights. <laughs> that, that, there that. are four lights. Um, the, the log sort of made mention of the pilot and didn't say where he was. Is there anyone on the bridge? Give me. Dude, where on the bridge? A perception check. Perception checks. 23 perception. Oh, Nala. Well, I get a good idea, at least. <laughs> Gwyn gets a 23, Pollux gets a 21, no one else. And although Pollux doesn't have enough light, let's see, your light is 30 feet? Yeah, 30 yeah, feet. just is... enough. You can see to those. There appears to be a body in the northwest farthest chair. There appears to be a body sitting there. So front left. So... See, who, who, was, who was listening when Rob was reading the, the log book? That would be me. Jason yeah. always listens. He always gets... In real life, Jason always rolls a 20 on perception. Mm. I always okay. roll a 10. Okay, what's the name of that person? There appears to be a corpse of Ekasatha. Is it also is it one of these postulating corpses? Nope. The pilot, the captain, and the android were unaccounted for. And so I figured the, that's probably the pilot. Though we didn't have a name for him. Well, it's in the pilot's chair a la Star Trek. It's it's where Sulu or Data sit. Or Jordy, if you're season one. No, if, you say Tom, if you say Tom Paris, we're ejecting him into space. No, Harry Kim. I st- <laughs> Tom Paris is the, a very good pilot. Uh, uh, season one didn't happen. No, you're thinking, of, uh, you're thinking of Riker. He's a really good pilot. That's true, too. Okay, so we've all moved into the room. I will examine the body. Look for stuff. Do you do the, like, look at the body and turn it towards you? Yep. Do you touch the body? As you touch the body and turn it towards you, it is quite dead, and inside its chest cavity, a creature jumps out at you. Roll for combat! Great. Hooray! I shoot it, the creature. Oh, it goes first. Oh, it says I'm next. Oh, next. Surprise round, huh? Well, the description of it matches the semi-incorporate... Well, actually, I will ask the question. Does this look like what we saw in the video? When you go, you'll find out. All right. It's got four arms, though. That's weird. The little creature pops out of the cavity of the dead Kasatha, and he's literally standing inside the cavity. It's tiny, and it has four arms. It seems to have two rep weapons, like improvised weapons in two of its arms. It also seems to have a pistol in one of its arms. But they're it, tiny. They are tiny. That's so cute. It is cute. It's so cute. And now it's going to do a little attack on Pollux. Do you know what type of attack it's going to be? A cute one. A really cute one. A melee. Oh, it's much worse than that. Now, you're flat-footed, correct? What's your... What's your? Uh, what do you get when you're flat-footed? Oh, that's right. Minus two. Minus two. Bites you for a three. Hits you, does 11 points maximum damage, and rips out, like, your jugular. And you are, uh... Yeah. Not good. Give me a fortitude save. Okay. 
12. Very good. You almost succumb, but not quite. Now, this thing has cover because it's inside the body and behind the chair for everyone else except Pollock. So you guys have to run around to the front if you want to shoot it. Okay. Lucan is up. Well, I will be doing trick attacking, and I will go here, and I can shoot it from there. Is that where yes. I get it? I'm good? Yep. Clear? You're good. Yep, you're clear. I'll roll my trick attack Paddle first. is low enough that it's not going to give cover because it's kind of high up. It sort of cancels each other out because it's like inside this body on a chair. You do your sleight of hand of a 15. You're not even cl close. Yeah, so you don't do it. So Okay, I'll just shoot it. Yep. Did that surprise you? Were you all scared? That surprised me. Yeah. Did. 19. Three points of damage. You hit it. And it does not like that. Well, it just hears screaming. Well, it's just having a smoke. You uh, you guys doing all right in there? Uh, everything's fine. Um, just a terrifying uh, nether creature. It's cool. We'll, we'll handle terrifying it. It's How a are you? Xenomorph. I was going to do it. How are you? How's the battery? Now. I, I, I need y'all to hurry up. I swear there's something moving in these halls. Yep. Yep, it's probably right. Oh, I presume Pollux. Oh, no, you're flat-footed. You can't. Um, I don't know if you... Uh, if you so I don't get flanking this round because he's flat-footed, yeah, right? I don't think so, yeah. Are you attuning to anything? All right, I'm attuning... Attuning Photon. Which gives you... A plus one on damage if I hit. You hit. You rolled 16. I'm going to give an extra point for Photon mode. Extra one, so five points of damage on the creature. Does not like it. It's squishy. Jess is up. How close do I need to get to have a line of sight on this thing? You have line of sight now. It just has lots of cover. Okay. I mean, is that cover just the corpse, or is there anything else? You might want to at least move past uh, Quinn, so he's not yeah. away. Yeah, I think so. And fire. going to still have cover from the chair, so like you're going to have to go to the front if you want to attack it with no cover. From there, you can hit it or go right next to it. That's fine, too. Uh, but you can't use... You'd have to use a melee attack. <sighs> oh, you can, she can use a gun. Attack of opportunity. They get the free hit on you if you pull a good trigger at this range. Mm -hmm. Pass. What? Pass. You don't want to attack it? No. All right. Okay. Here, you can redo your turn. You can always tell me, Condor, you don't have to commit. Uh, combat's a little different, like... When you're free moving, I, it's whatever you say. But for combat, you can kind of think of it a little bit. It's also because it's your first time playing Starfinder. So, yeah, you kind of have to... The cover rules are kind of bad. Not bad. They're kind of nasty in Starfinder. You really need to get a clear shot or you will, like, take minuses. Like, minus four. So you can take a shot. You're just going to get... As long as you're in front of Quinn, you'll just get a minus four. Yeah, you can take a shot there. You're just going to take a shot. I'm going to yeah. shoot from there. Yeah, you're just trying to, like, shoot through the chair into the corpse and hoping you hit it. I mean, I'm taller than a chair, so I feel like am I right up if I'm adjacent to it, am I not shooting over the chair? Yeah, but the thing looking, it's just the rules. It's the, like, what, it gets to claw you what, when you pull yeah, a gun. Whatever, man. It's just how it works. Well. Whatever. Uh, you roll a nine and miss. Worth it. Totally worth it. I'm going to ask my question again of do I recognize this as the creature from the video? No. Okay. That's even better. Well, it actually tells me it's carrying improvised weapons. It's not insubstantial, so that means mind thrust instead of magic missile. Thank you. I moved there to get a little cover from that chair, and I cast mind thrust. There you go. And there we go. Except for one small issue. Okay. 
You need to give me a caster level check to overcome its spell resistance. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> At level one, it's got spell resistance. Are yes. you kidding me? No. I'm sorry. I'm gonna, horrible. I, I'm, I'm going to get all metapaizo on my ass. And you, But in Pathfinder, you don't see that till like level seven or eight earliest. Okay. Yeah, welcome to space. Yeah, I know. Space sucks. I guess spells okay. are not as good as we thought they were. I am rolling a d20 because I've forgotten the mechanic of this. I figure I will work it out from there. D20 plus one, maybe? It's d20 plus one. I've, then ten. You roll a ten. <laughs> Let me double check that uh, Mind Thrust has that. Uh, spell resistance, yes. No, yes. No, that's fine. So, uh, I, yeah, sure. You cast it. And you fail uh, the spell resistance, and it does not okay. affect the creature. Sure. What's the right. DC? Do we know the DC? Well, uh, it's, it's over 10. It's at least a 10. Yeah. yeah. So. Well, it's, well, I got it's a 10. I mean, I got I Yeah. It's at least a 11. Well, no, I mean, I got a it's 9. It's usually plus 10 plus its CR. Oh, it's usually 10 plus its CR and maybe a few other things. Uh, Pollux is up. Uh, I, I have a mechanical okay. note for uh, Paizo when I get a second. So um, I, I can make a knowledge check, right? For free? Sure. Knowledge, what would it be? Uh, life science? It looks like it appears to be evil. Okay. Extra planar. Mysticism? Mm-hmm. 19. Yeah, this thing is horrible. Uh, it's a Zill. They are these space creatures that, like impregnate you with their young do you want to know offensive abilities or defensive abilities i'd like to know defensive ability it's spell uh, resistance. it has a spell resistance <laughs> uh pretty high of what do i i'll I... say give you since you rolled very well a 14 okay and it has moderate eacs and kacs it also has an absolute massive amount of hit points and the one thing it can do that you know, which is what makes them fully, truly, horrifyingly scary, is they can do multi-attack oh, and attack three to four times as a full round action. Ah, that's an important thing to know. Yeah, you're up. All right, so I need to not be standing next to this thing. Yeah, Nala, prepare for him to run away now. You have I, a sword, don't you? I have a baton in my hand right now. Uh, no, and a sword. I, I Attack have a, and move. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Attack and guard and step away. Yeah, but then the, the thing could guard and step and do a full attack or no? It doesn't work. No, it, it no. could. You're right. It's possible you, yep, a servant of Iomidae, might get into combat. It can't do a guarded step and a full attack. It okay, cannot. good. Oh, that's right. It cannot. That's why I'm saying it's not Pathfinder. All right, so I'm gonna attack. I will. I to will do a full attack. It has to do no other actions. I will attack with my force baton. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Nice crit and does ten points of damage. Ha ha! I smite thee, evil beast, and I take a guarded step away. You're the man. Well, you did really well. You you did max damage. You would literally do max max damage because it's it's one d four plus two. Oh no, you did two. almost. Uh, so you did. Yeah, you say you did ten out of twelve. So you did you did very well. Good I did job. good. Yep. I smite the evil beast. Go back to hell, and I take my guard a step. Anima. The little zill looks over to Nala, licks its chops, and goes, <laughs> and decides to bite you. It was a twenty nine. 
does 10 points of damage. As it bites you, give me a fortitude save. It's plus 13. Ooh, Nala, 15. Very, very good. You managed to stave off whatever horrible thing was going to happen to you. Oh, we know what that horrible thing is. Implanted with embryos. Maybe. Worms. (laughs) Lucan is up. All right, trick attacking. Hooray. Yeah, that will do it. Nice. Kill it. Kill it with fire. Eleven misses with the semi-auto pistol. Even with its minus... Oh, I guess so. Uh, even with flat-footed. its minus two. Yeah, it's flat-footed. Yeah. Only against you, though. Yeah. Yeah, it was, you need a little bit higher. Just a little bit higher. Uh, Willet is uh, still in the uh, engine room. What you doing, Willet? What you doing, Willet? Just, I'm just trying to stay sane. Getting really creeped out back here, but I'm sure everything's fine. Do you have a deck of cards or something? <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> don't don't mind the screams you hear coming from the forge of the ship. I mind them. Nala, stamina's gone. Hey, flanking flanking would have been nice. I'm half dead though. <laughs> you're both half dead. Nala's up. No, I was expecting... You're both you're both in the good position now of doing the attack step away, and it will only get one attack around, right? <laughs> All I, I, hits, 19, 8 Zeta's. damage, good job. And the guarded gets, step backwards. You said it gets four attacks, I'm just worried about that. Like, I don't know why it yeah, didn't no, do that. No, uh, that made sense. Because uh, it's trying to, uh, trying to do Oh, something. it's trying to do this other thing? Yeah, it's trying to do something. Jess is up. You guys are actually doing very well against this thing. Well. Well, everyone else is doing well. Quinn is... Yeah. He, I'm doing he tries well. To, Quinn tries to magic missile turret. That doesn't work. He tries to mind thrust a zill. That doesn't work. Um, yeah, spellcaster's OP. Well, the the second one is the bad one because I lost the spell, too. It, the magic missile, if it wasn't able to target it. No, off, it, just so doesn't, it just didn't target. Jess is up. What you doing, Jess? Full auto. Kill it. Wait, what do you mean full auto? You're going to do... You're just going to attack, right? I'm emptying my magazine. Really? Oh, nice. Well, that's going to hit friendly fire, so let's do a cone and see where it hits. It's a, the, the, the auto fire is How for is... a cone attack. Okay. You can't single target un- uh, empty out a magazine without like special feats. Then I just do a regular attack. Yeah, there's no point in doing it. It's no, just, actually, just... it looks like if that's the cone, you're fine. Yeah, but it doesn't do. It doesn't hit more than once. It's just, but... Yeah, but doesn't isn't it easier to hit it no. in that way? No. It's not? No. no. If, no. Whatever. I just do a regular attack. It's like yeah. an AOE attack, I guess. Yeah, it's just an AOE. No, it's not. A, it's not an AOE. It's it's multi-target attack. You still have to roll yeah, against every multi, target. It's just a multi-target. It's not right. like a grenade. Well, still, that's that's. It's cool. That can be interesting. Jess misses. Worth it. Do you do anything else, Jess? You can move if you wish. I'm good. Quinn is up. Okay, spell resistance or not, this thing is actually a nasty beast. I should mind thrust it again. It's the most damage any one attack can do. All right, I am going to mind thrust one more time. Let's see that spell resistance. Let's see me lose two of my three spells doing nothing. I'm waiting. All right, cast that. And I failed the spell resistance. Wow. He rolls a three. Four a four. Oh, there we go. Spell resistance at level one. That's what it is for the caster. You better talk to someone at Paizo about that when you're there. Well, I guess I'm intrigued um, about that. Yeah. Bob's going to want to do that uh, if it's on your list. 
<laughs> yeah, well, it's, it's going to be on his. You know list, what? I, I am going to be. A, I'm going down there, and that I'm doing off the list. No, first, I, first I, you're I, like, oh, I'm not going to talk to the Paizo people. Now I'm going to talk to the Paizo people. God damn it! Oh, I'm going to talk to them. I'm going to rant to them. No, of course not. It's actually that was just unexpected. But I also understand the concept here is that magic breaks the rules of science. So at earlier levels, is a little overpowered. So there's a. Balance. This is actually the reason it has it because it's an extra planar creature. So it has trouble. Uh, magic doesn't work well on extra planar creatures. That's why. All right. Well. The meta. Pollux is up. You're bloody. It is bloody. Who's going to last? All right. I say, Quinn, watch and learn. And I cast my mind thrust. Ooh. Ooh. All right. I'm intrigued. Oh, oh. God damn it! He's going to hit, isn't he? We're going to find out. Yep. Let's see. That's going to drive me Here we go. No, he nope. doesn't. No. No. All right, good. All right, good. No, Diomedy, don't fail me now. I'll uh, die. Ten, not enough. Not enough. And as my move action, I'm going to pull out a healing serum mark one, and I'm done. I mean, that could have either one of those mind thrusts would have killed it, probably. Uh, any of those three mind thrusts would have killed uh, it. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot of damage. Oh, yeah. And I'm done. It goes. That would have been good if it worked. Well, you would have had bragging rights forever. Uh, it would have also just annoyed me. That's what he means. That's exactly. <laughs> Suddenly, a pulse from the nearby storm hits the ship, and a surge of electricity goes through everything. Your weapons that have any electronic components are flickering and appear to be semi-malfunctioning. Using them this round will give you a penalty. Interesting. Array for analog guns. <laughs> yes, and swords and batons. Pencilarian weapons. Zill takes a guarded step towards Jess and decides to attack it. Attack her. With his mouth. Rolls a six for an eighteen. Bites Jess for an eleven points of damage. Jess, give me a fortitude save. Jess gets a nine. Oh, no. Jess it is you. completely paralyzed. Oh, no. Oh, now that's a problem. You yeah, we, we got to kill it. Basically, you just sit there. You can't do anything for a certain number of rounds. If you try to move through Jess, she is difficult terrain. And yes. Lucan is up. Well, shit. Here we go. Tricky attacking. 28. You succeed. Here comes a shot. God. Oh no! Damn you actually it. hit because it's oh, flat-footed. Oh, I hit minus two yep. for me. Yep. You you just hit. You actually got a fourteen. It's flat-footed. I forgot. I'll um I'll roll d six and d four. Okay. One. And a four. There you go. Yeah. Sorry. I always have to just remind me. I always forget that you get uh, flat-footed against it. Yeah. Will it? How you doing in there? Uh, I'm gonna get on the radios. Y'all 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 doing okay up there? Uh, it could be better. We're not doing great. We're not doing great, but we're okay. Uh, do I need to leave you here? No, 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 no not that bad yet. <laughs> no, doing great. Willa doing takes great. the ship, abandons you, gets uh, <laughs> five infamy points, one for each creature, every PC she left behind, and it's hires <laughs> from Starfighter Society, and it's a TPK. Worth it. That's funny. That would be worth it. The stories that would be told, Nala's up. <laughs> Well, since now I am, it's round three and I'm fully attuned, I'm going to set off my supernova. 
which will do TD, 2d6 to any creature within 10 feet, which just hits. Cool. Because it nice. does do friendly fire, as you know. It's well, centered on her. Is that how it works? It's centered on you? I would think so. Burst. She detonates. No, it's um, it's a supernova, right? Yeah, but she, it's, it's centered on her at burst, right? I believe so, yeah. Yeah. Okay. 10 feet out. If I need the five foot step to make it happen, I can. But... No, you can do it. There. Yeah, okay. That's I figured that's pretty good. Yep, you got it. So you can All hit right. just right. the creature and nothing else. Nice. I think it's reflex save. Reflex yeah. save for half. Fourteen. DC's probably in that neighborhood. And yeah, mine's fifteen for my spell, so I don't know. Your DC for supernova is thirteen, so it takes half that. Oh, it's AOE. That's right. Spell resistance? No, it doesn't have spell. So not, three not points spell. of damage. Uh, yeah. Lucan, your uh, your your weapon was archaic, right? Or analog? Analog. Analog. It's a <laughs> and tactical. It was also archaic. It's it's not archaic. It's analog. It's analog. Well, you know, for you it's, it's archaic. Uh, so that does work because it did not require any electrical things. It's, like, it's basically a flintlock pistol. <laughs> no. Nala, do you do anything else? Um, I'm going to stay at range for now. Excellent. Jess, there's nothing you can do except scream silently in your head. Sorry, I hate uh, paralyzation. It's terrible. It should be taken out of We hate paralyzation. Well, especially, especially we hate with resistance. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. The paralyzation with something with multiple attacks is going to just straight up kill her. Well, yeah. Well, we'll see. we kill it first. Queen's up. Which means, well, and the best way to do that, then, god damn it, is stupid mind thrust. I'm using the last of my three spells, and I'm blowing them one at a time. So, there it is. Yep, I only have one spell left. I would like to note I am complaining about the inefficiency of my effectiveness, not about the fact that, I, of course, I'm more than happy to save a comrade's life and all that. Here we go. There we go. Four. Three in a row failed. Wow. Jeez. So the mystic in this fight is absolutely useless. Well, the two mystics uh, both rolled four numbers below a ten. Oh wait, is there another mystic? Yes. Pollux is up. What are you doing, Pollux? All right, I'm gonna Get have it, to. Pollux. I'm gonna kill it. I'm gonna kill it. Uh, as a move, as part of my move action and my guarded step, I draw my longsword. Okay. You pray to the guide, the goddess. Yeah. Iomadi. Iomadi. Guide my blow. Brave, 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 Sir Pollux. You hit? Yeah. Four points of damage, but it's not quite dead yet. Oh, God, shit. What? Ah! I rolled a two for damage. The <laughs> and I got, a, I got a two. You rolled a two. Now it goes. What does it do? The Zill jumps onto Jess and uses its mouth and retracts a large second mouth inside its mouth, alien style, and puts it down Jess's throat to impregnate her with some Zill larvae. Give me Uh. a fortitude save to see what happens. Oh, a five is... Bad things happen. Bad things. Well... Maybe not right away, though, hopefully. The good news is the Zill jumps back down. This does not provoke. Um, It just sort of jumps up. It's part of an attack. So it goes back to where it was. After the implantation, Jess is freed from the paralyzation, although 
she feels as if there is something inside her moving. We'll get to that in a second. Luke is up. Kill it. Double shoot it, maybe? I don't know. No, I'm doing my trick attack. Yeah. Trick attack 31. By the way, the electricity thing is over this round. You're back. Your guns and everything are back to normal. I don't think anyone uses a laser gun, really. Not really. Oh, you know who does? Will it. Who's not here? Um, you roll a nine and completely missed. Oh, well. Will it, you're up. Oh, what do you do, Will it? Uh, pile on. We need a good hit. Um, well... I've got a feeling things aren't going well up there. So no, gonna... no, we've almost got this. We're almost done. I'm going to keep radio silent so I don't distract them any further. Nala, you're up, Nala. Blanking. There we go. Blanking. Solar weapon. Attacking. Hits. Hooray. Kills it. 23. Nice. There it is. It does eight one round. Of one round too late for poor Jess, though. Well, may, hopefully well, not. Out let's, of her. let's see what we can do about that. Okay. All right, first thing I want to try... Oh, Parasite also has spell resistance. First thing I want to try real quick <laughs> is let's gather around me, and I'm going to do an AoE heal. Maybe maybe that'll be enough. While he's doing that, I'm going to start a, uh, a, a medicine check to see what we can do to help her. Yep. So I, I do I do my channel. I spent a resolve point, and I do my, um, my channel... Uh, what do you call it? Yeah, yeah, your channel thing. That's cool. Yeah, it does 2d8. It's 2D8. Yep. And so take off a resolve. Yeah, I took off for his off point. Eight points. Are you kidding me? That's actually no, enough. No, that's great. You're all fully healed. That's First level. Okay. You're complaining about eight? I hate to break it to you. Your first level, that literally fully healed every single person. So. Yeah. Right. Right. Average is nine. Okay. Uh, the medicine, of, medicine of 15 to see if Jess is basically about to become John Hurt. Okay, here's the issue. You have a Zill implantation you have a larvae inside of you that is very very quickly growing it is a disease that will fully mature in less than an hour you have two options you can either try to continue your checks in which you'll need one every 10 minutes and if you fail it it will continue down the path in which first is laden, then weakened, then you're impaired, then you're... Everybody out. Everybody, every, everybody out. However, you can do a medicine check for 10 minutes, someone who has medicine and a med kit, to try to extract the larvae. Let's do it. And see what happens. Uh, I mean, I can I, do that because the other three damaged people should take a ten foot rest anyway. So what what is your medicine skill? Hold on, medicine is plus four. So is mine. So okay. we can both do it. Well, but you were damaged, so you need a ten foot rest to get your healing back anyway. So your stamina. I de- I'm, I'm debating. Rest. I'm debating that though because I my resolve points I use for my AOE heal, so I may want to save it. Okay. Don't practice well, medicine in there. That room's filthy. Use the bathroom. It's clean. Well, there's another option. Why don't we both try 10 minutes of our medicine? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. The way we roll, we're going we're gonna to need it. Great. Let's do it that way. We're both going to make separate checks trying to do this. You actually can. Actually, can you? I don't think you can because the only one of you can operate her on her at a time. And one doesn't assist. That you can do. Great. All right. Uh, do you want to make the roll, Chris? I'll, I'll make the primary roll. You should assist me because your roll is I will assist you. Oh, my God. Do I see something? Is this Chris and Bob working together? This oh, has oh, never we do happened. It all the time. By the way, that, 
That would have been over 20 to save her life. But okay, you got a nice assist now. There you go. And that's and even better. Wow. <laughs> 24. <laughs> 24. So you manage to go in. You like, you are so fast. You're like, hold still. You literally pull out your long sword. And with a little bit of help from Quinn, you like sort of see where it's moving, like in her stomach. And you literally poke it and kill it and pull it right out of her. Yes. Like, like the surgeon that I am. Yes. It's sort of like uh, the Matrix. You just ripped it right out of her. And you got it perfectly. And it is out. And you kill it instantly. And she is no longer infected. Excellent. That went quite well. <laughs> All right. So let's, right. Uh, in the, to speed it up a little, let's do a perception here, I guess, right? And just see if there's anything else in here that worth dealing with. Yes. Poor, poor Jess has been quiet. I think she's been, like, traumatized by this. She's, she's role-playing being paralyzed. Ah. Oh, she's not paralyzed anymore. Well, I said paralyzed. that. Oh, yeah. right. Right, yeah. She's not paralyzed. That only happened for one round. What it basically did, it was paralyzing you to implant you, and that's why it didn't do its full attack. The first time it couldn't, because it used a move action to rip itself out of the dead person, and then it could only do one attack. Otherwise, it would have ah. done a full. And then you guys moved out of the way, so it just didn't. Yeah, I didn't, I would've, it would have killed me. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, you would have totally died. Um, You guys sort of look around, and... Specifically, we might want to get see if the body has any personal effects we can take home as well. Yeah. Um... Let's see. Well, you look around, and the body has... Yeah, you actually find the Silk Kasatha mouth scarf at the pilot's feet. So you can probably take that, because that's obviously incredibly valuable for um, a Kasatha. So that would probably work. In addition, you look around, and you do see the data that you were looking for, um, that you were tasked to download and retrieve. Okay, I guess we do that quickly. Yep. Okay, do you actually, you look at it, you can either physically remove the hard drive from the damaged casing in the bridge commands console, um, or you can download it onto your computer data pad, it's up to you. I think physically remove it. Okay, Pollux like smashes his hand through the console because he's so angry with his glove and just pulls it right out. And he's like, here's the, here, here you go. Here, my backpack now. <laughs> That's all you can find. Yeah, the, the, uh, the, the Zill had nothing on it that's worthwhile. The, the weapons were like improvised weapons. Uh, I say, uh, all right, we're, we, we won. None of us are infected. Yep. Open the okay. door. We're all, we're all right now. We're okay. We're not prisoners. You ready to come out? Ready yes. to come out. Are, are you going to let us out? What's the password? That's what we want to know. The Sword password fish. is... Taco. Yeah. Tacos. I, I'll take it. I'll, I, I'll open the door. You put power back on, and the door can be opened. I open it with for the button press. Okay, you open the door, and the door's open from the let's, bridge. Let's get out of here. We're leaving. All right. Well, do we have, have we completed all the quests on this ship? Uh, there's the, the key card room and like the ghost banshee thing. Do we need to engage it? Well, that's it? what my concern is. Yeah. If, if the storm is coming and we don't need to engage it, we should go. Right. But if there's something else in there we need. As much, yep. as, as, much as I personally would like to go kill a ghost, my character would not. So I am definitely on the side of leaving the ship. 
Yeah, what, what, what were we charged with? You were charged to retrieve the, the data drive that you have. So you have completed the mission as Let's of now. Personal right. items of them as well, which was a bonus quest. That is correct. There is one room left. You do have the key card. However, you do know whatever's in there sounds horrible. So it is your choice. Uh, I'm out of spells, so I'll be useless. So I would actually say also that that's just combat for the sake of joy of violence, which is, of course, immoral. Yeah, but it sounds like a great evil that may even which live. Which will be destroyed when the Yeah, the storm is going to destroy the ship. The storm's going to blast the, the only thing I'm wondering is, is there anything in the captain's room? Like mementos important? for the captain? There probably personal is. Effects, or if there's any further information about the bulwark that's not on this drive that's in the Probably. Oh, that's a good point. And it may not get destroyed by the storm, to be honest. It, it may survive. Well, then it'll be floating in the void. Uh, you actually know a mysticism check. This entire area will be ripped to pieces. Not only will the ship be destroyed, but that asteroid field that was worth millions of credits will be torn to pieces and destroyed. Yeah, but this is some kind of incorporeal thing, so... Uh, but it's this is like a big one of those storms that affects ghosts. Well, I ain't afraid of no ghosts. Actually, uh, one thing, um, Nala, I will tell you that you actually do have um, um, something from the captain. So you actually have items from everyone now. And uh, I don't mind leaving, but I mean, yeah. More more risk, more reward. Oh, there we go then. Uh, I, I say declare victory. I mean, we're out of time, so we probably should leave. Yeah. Well, that also helps, but still. Alright. Uh, I'm happy that we, we've did everything we needed to do. And nobody died. That's good. Yeah, and nobody got infected with strange alien parasites. So You can thank your friendly neighborhood, Pollux. <laughs> so so final <laughs> choice. You can either go one more and go into the captain's quarters and see what happens, or you can say, enough already. We got what we came for. Let's get the heck out of here. I think that. We, right, we had enough trouble here. with the guy that we actually could hit because he was corporeal. I shudder right. to think what, a, <laughs> what, what the incorporeal version of that would do. All right. Well, those of you with mysticism checks can actually do a quick check to see what, how incorporeal works if you want to know. Okay, I will. Sure. All right. Probably half damage to everything at least. Oh, it's much worse than that. Pollux25, he knows quite well of all of his fighting ghosts and being uh, anti-evil and Quinn knows nothing. Um... Since he rolls one. Yeah, you can't really do damage to them. The uh, KAC weapons do zero damage to them. EAC weapons, like energy-based weapons, only do half damage. In fact, the only thing that does full damage to them Magic is, missile. is force effects. And, and that's it. Yeah, so everyone would have to go to melee and beat it to death with a stick. I have a force no, I would. I would be... Uh, no, melee would be least effective. I'd be no the force baton. Yeah. There's only oh, right. two of them, and not a single one of you has EAC weapons except I will do. it. And I can supercharge your force baton so they do extra damage. Nice. That's Just true. saying, I'm a good arms dealer. Nice. Are you getting out? I think we're leaving. But we're getting the hell out. Yeah, we're gonna get. I don't think we have the tools for this, so we should probably go. Uh, Becky, I think you're the only one I haven't heard a vote from. I agree. All right, that's unanimous. We're done. Steve, thank you very much. Well, we're not done yet. Not I know, yet. but I mean, we're, the the main campaign is over. Let's get the day and well. Ah, yes. You all say, you know what? 
yeah, let's leave ghosts. Let's let lying ghosts lie and leave him alone. And you get the heck out of there realizing that there's probably nothing you can use that will effectively kill this thing. And you'll probably get ripped to shreds. So, yeah, you get out of there. You get the data pad. You jump into your ship. Set course back to Absalon Station. And as you start flying away, sure enough, the storm comes along tears the ship into pieces and there is literally nothing left. Four days later, you manage to get back to Absalon Station and you get back and meet with Ziggy. Ziggy, you deliver the uh, drive and all the information and uh, items you found and you get a personal thanks and says back to you, Oh, this is the first shred of truly good news that the ExoGuardians have had in a long time. Many thanks for all that you've done for securing this important data. Now, there's another important matter I wanted to bring up. Prior to the Scoured Stars incident, I was part of a group of loyal friends, like the team you've all been part of. Right before that dark event, I bought some tickets for my friends and me to a major upcoming concert. It was going to be our big outing, a capstone to all of our missions together. Now all my friends are trapped or lost in the scoured stars, and who knows how long it'll take before we find out what happened there. The concert is coming up in a few weeks, and I wanted to extend an invitation. No promises or anything. You might be on assignment, and field missions do take priority. If you are free, though, I would be honored if you would join me at this concert. Think of it as a remembrance from my lost comrades and a celebration of a new generation's camaraderie. Oh, and I just realized that I should invite Historia 7 too. Okay, well, thanks again. I should be going. And with that, you see Ziggy eagerly limping off into the Lore Spire complex, leaving you to enjoy your success. Woohoo! What concert? That's weird. <laughs> that is kind of weird. Oh, actually, you do know something about this. Being in the Exo Guardians, Pollux does know that Ziggy is a absolutely huge fan of the band Strawberry Machine Cake. And That's there so funny. is really? a concert coming yeah. up in a few weeks that he wanted to go to. Because that, that that was something I ran into in a Pathfinder Society thing at, at PaizoCon, which I failed to do. But there was a thing where you could get an mm, album. Yes, it's, yes. It's a, running, it's a running theme thing. Well, guess what? 1-13 is you going to the concert. <laughs> nice. Nice. All right. And it's, it's absolutely fantastic. Um, real quick. Uh, he also said, good job when dealing with the Vesk. You did not want to antagonize a member of the Pack Worlds as the fragile alliance with the Vescorium, especially after the Scoured Stars incident, could not use any more shaking. So good job with that. Fighting with honor. We also thank you for retrieving something from every member of the requested burial of their bodies. Even the android, Blue Sky 10, you managed to find its arm and leg. And the 
Kasothins, thank you for that. And finally, Astoria 7 is going to let you know if she finds anything about the fate of Sangoro's bulkwark. However, the data was heavily encrypted and will take time to decipher and understand. Other than that, you have succeeded. Yay. Nice. Nice. Good job, team. Yes. Woo! Yeah. Do we get nice. credit? We did it. Yes. Huh. Oh, no, no. It's a nice, simple little adventure. I like it. It'd be nice if a spell worked once in a while. Yeah, that was frustrating. As Win. Well. Do you have a? You have another weapon? I have a D4 bludgeoning staff. Wow. Uh, yeah, remember I when he was? Uh, remember when yeah. he's tanking in Half Alive Streets? Oh, that's right. Yeah. I did a great job, I think. Yeah, I'm actually kind of surprised. You guys did very well. The Zill is really, really deadly. I mean, it had 40 hit points, and it was CR3. You guys are CR1, so that is a very hard encounter. If it did do a multi-tag, you just died. I mean, you just die. I mean, it would have hit you three times, and that, there's just no way you would survive that. Um, but it really was concentrating and trying to implant you, and that went very well, too, because... Uh, if every time you failed, you go down that disease track, and if you fail, you know, enough times, you just die. I mean, it, it explodes out of you within an hour. It's accelerated. It's ten minutes. It usually takes a day. Yeah, it's really horrible. So anyhow, finishing the cries from the drift, you guys managed to get honor bound as a boon because you fought the Vesk with honor. You also have this new um, Adrian Force training baton, which you can now buy if you want. And, yeah, you got all that stuff. I have to figure out, you didn't quite get everything because you didn't go into the captain's quarter. So you got approximately 714 credits for this. I'll have to get you the final after this. And so how it works now is you all get one experience point. When you get three experience points, you level up. So you only need three. So you got one. Bob levels up. Really? Yep. Yeah, he played Quinn at PaizoCon, so that's his third adventure with Quinn. No, I'm always going to be unfair. one better than all the rest of you. I know that's not fair at all. No, you're not, because I'm going to. I'm going to the next four weekends. I'm going to go find a game. <laughs> okay, and um, yeah, and the other thing is, let's see if you got you got one. Everyone gets one point for the Exo Guardians, no matter what, which is neat. So if you, uh, it's honor and your fame, you can use that for stuff and reputation. Sorry, I no, am no. an Exo Guardian. Do I get so more? So you get yes, you get three. Same here. Um, let's see, primary success. You get one fame and one reputation for getting the data from the bridge. Secondary secondary success is getting one item from each member of the crew. So you have successfully gotten all of them, and so you manage to get two fame and two reputation for your faction, and then one for ExoGuardians' extra faction. Nice. And I'll go through email the rest of the stuff, but you can now buy the stuff on the sheet. Like you see here, like here's a good one. Golem Forge Plating 2, that's item level yeah. 3. You can buy that now, even though you're level 1. Normally you can't buy that till you're level 2. So now you can buy it early. Believe it or not, you didn't do this, but Jason, inside that book was a least photon crystal for you. Level 5 item, but you didn't get it. Wait, was that in the captain's cabin? No, it was in the book. You guys, oh, you never right. opened the book. Right. We had a book. If you opened oh, well. the book and looked at it, you would have found the crystal, but you never did anything with the book. That's disappointing. Oh, well. Oh. 
<laughs> and it's like it was a good item too. It was level five, no less. But you had to actually go through the book to find it. You can't go. I mean, you could could you buy that at level one? No. No, it's level five, and it's uh four thousand five hundred and fifty credits. But I would have been able to buy it at level three. But you could have used it this adventure. But oh well. All right. So that's it. It's a quick, short adventure. Well, before we close up, Lauren, it was a pleasure meeting you. Yes, I had a good time with you all again. Yep. And Becky, it was great playing with you again. First time. Yeah, it was fun. Thanks for joining us. You have a good time, even though you were you were hiding the whole time. Uh, basically. <laughs> hey, was somebody... there a way to keep the door open so that Willa could have been with us? Yes. There's another battery in the captain's quarters, and then you could have had two batteries at once. Mm, yeah, but that's... Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> captain's quarters... You would have died. No, you seriously. I mean, you, you had nothing to hit it with, and it, it was incorporeal. It can fly through walls. You can't run away. Oh, my God. Fly and it does... It was level three, and it does insane damage. 40 hit points. And you guys had uh, nothing. Yeah, 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 you would have yeah, died. You're welcome. You're so welcome. it was on par with the Zill plus Incorporeal. Yes. Excellent. Well, that sounds fun. <laughs> and it does, and it does um, a scream, and the first two rounds, it makes you insane. <laughs> we are lucky we are alive. Fun. Fun. Remember that actually happened to you, um, Jason. Remember that? When you guys... It was a Drift Dead. Remember the Drift Dead that you fought? In oh, God. The Drift Dead. It's the oh, same. Yeah. Well, it was an advanced Drift Dead. How about that? It was, it was actually worse. Drift Dead is only a CR2. This was CR3 Drift Dead. It was an advanced one. We made the correct decision. That was fun. Can't believe I didn't open the book. <laughs> Read a book. Hey, everybody. Steve here. So they managed to all survive. It was a little touch and go there. They could have opened up the captain's quarters, and inside was a Kasatha advanced drift dead and those things are incredibly nasty not only did it have 40 hit points which is a lot at level one it was completely incorporeal completely immune to all kac damage the only thing that could injure it was energy and that only did half damage and things like magic missile which they were completely out of and no one on their team had any energy weapons except for one person so that would have been an absolute slaughter. Even if they tried to get away, it just would have gone right through the walls and gone right into the ship and just killed them all. I really don't know what was going to happen. I kind of prepared for the worst and I was ready to run the fight and just see them pretty much run away and die. Oh yeah, and I forgot to tell you that the Drift Dead also has an aura of confusion for two rounds, which means you might not be able to even control your character for the first two rounds while it's killing you. It is incredibly hard, especially at level 1, and especially if you have a makeup that has no energy weapons. Luckily, whether it was just chance or they were just sick and tired and wanted to leave and they figured out Incorporeal was way above their pay grade, they left. It was kind of fortuitous for them. I would have had no problem killing them all off, as it is Starfinder Society and they could just make brand new characters. And they are level 1, so it was really no big loss kind of wish they kind of did go in there it would have been fun to kill them all but at least the zill was kind of fun and zills oh boy those zills are hard as nails too they got multi-attack although it didn't get to use it as it was trying to impregnate everyone with its horrible disease which actually ended up being very easy to cure after they had two mystics but still a really fun adventure 
It's really our favorite, favorite theme is the space horror adventures. Whenever I see one, I try to always do it. And I'm really looking forward to Signal of Screams, in which I actually even created some of the content in the first and the third book. I can't wait to see it. I actually saw a little preview of what I created for the first book, and it looks awesome. So if you guys really enjoyed this episode, do check back on the website RollForCombat.com as Jason McDonald, Nala herself, is writing a column. He writes a weekly column called Talking Combat in where he goes through every week's episode for our Dead Sons podcast. But for these, he also does a big recap of each Starfinder Society adventure that we do. And he will be publishing that next week. So do check that out if you want to see what he thought of the adventure. Also, make sure you subscribe. We have both the regular podcast and the Starfinder Society podcast if you wish to just subscribe to that one alone. And you can find that on our Facebook page, on our Twitter account. You can find that on the website and on the Discord channel. So just check those all out. Also, if you like the show, please review it, especially on iTunes. It really helps us out a lot. And if you want to see us actually play some specific adventure, let me know. As I said, we already have 1-2 pre-recorded, and we did that with Paizo's Linda Zayas Palmer and Mark Steifer. That is going to be awesome, and you guys are going to like that adventure. It's one of the most popular ones, Fugitive on the Red Planet 1-2. And I'm going to be releasing that very soon, so look out for that one. Otherwise, if you want to follow the show, do subscribe to us on iTunes or Android. Do check out our Discord channel, where we actually play Starfinder Society quite a bit at discord.rollforcombat.com. So if you like what you hear and you want to meet some other people who are into Roll for Combat, a couple of ways. I'm going to be at Gen Con walking around, so you can just see me there. We also have a meet and greet for, well, Roll for Combat. Whoever's going, it's going to be me and maybe a few of the other guys from the show. Sunday at 2 p.m. at Lucas Oil Meeting Room 2. You can also look at it at the Gen Con events. Just look for Roll for Combat and look for that and you'll find it and you can sign up and meet me. We're going to be giving some free t-shirts. And if you guys are interested, I will also be running events at Gen Con Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night. I'm doing all the specials. I'm doing 8-99, the Solstice Scar. I'm doing a 10-00, the Howl Gen Cataclysm. And I'm doing Starfinder Society 1-99 Invasion of the Scoured Stars. I'm doing levels 1 and 2. So if you guys are interested in having me run your adventure, look for me Thursday night, Friday night, or Saturday night at Gen Con, and I will be there. Otherwise, just sort of wander around, and I will be pretty much everywhere. I do go to a lot of the Paizo panels. I hang out with the No Direction podcast guys quite a bit. So if you see them, you could also ask. Maybe they might know where I am. Or if you see anyone else who's walking around with a Roll for Combat t-shirt, ask them. They normally know where I am. Otherwise, hopefully you guys had a nice time listening to this. And look for our next adventure, 1-2. And if not, I'll see you at Gen Con. Or listen to our other show, The Dead Sons Adventure Path. Which we're actually going to be starting up book 3 very soon. Thanks for listening. See ya. You've been listening to Roll for Combat. A Starfinder actual play podcast. If you have a question or comment for the show please visit us at RollForCombat.com or drop us a line at contact at RollForCombat.com. You can also find us on Twitter, Facebook, Discord, and other social media platforms.
You've been listening to Roll for Combat. Until next week, always remember that a mystic a day keeps the sickness away.